Yo, what up, people? You already know what it is. A brand new episode of Behind the Baller. We are at episode 90. Nine zero. We are 10 episodes away from being 100. 100 episodes deep. BTB Army fucks with me. We are, we are getting deep in this shit. Uh, I know I said I'm going to take a break. I don't know exactly when that's going to happen. It's a possibility it's going to happen before 100. And, uh, yo, we blessed. You know, with everything that's going on in the world right now, there's still a lot of tension, still a lot of uncertainty. There's all kinds of crazy shit going on. But BTB, behind the baller, stays solid no matter what. And that is because I'm not giving up. The Dust Brothers ain't giving up. And, you know, we're just persistent. I've always been a persistent motherfucker, you know. And some people are like, yo, man, how does water, water, flowing water, right? How does water break a rock? It's because it's motherfucking persistent. That's why. But, yeah, y'all, this is episode 90. I am your host, Ben Baller not been humble, all right? Some people call me the Korean John Cusack. Others call me the Korean John McClane. I just got a brand new one. Someone just hit me off with this this weekend. They said, yo, man, you're the Asian Alex Caruso. I'll take that. You know what? I seen Alex putting that work in the G League before he was on the Lake Show, Lake Show, okay? We got that same work ethic, all right, and we also got the same Lexus moonroof hairline. Speaking of which, on today's episode, should I get my hairline fixed? Are you guys ready? Is the world ready to see Ben Baller with hair again? Right, it's been 15 years since I had hair, since I was getting fades and had my shit, you know, all that. Are you guys ready? Uh, more about this episode. Um, I hung out with Kid Cudi this weekend. He played me a bunch of new music. I did not know black band-aids didn't exist. It's crazy. Uh, thinking about driving to San Francisco, don't want to get on a jet. I'll explain the reasons why. And I uh, went to the beach this weekend. I watched Dave Chappelle, 846, very deep. Vegas is fully, fully motherfucking open. So are clubs in LA, a few of them, right? Who the fuck is B. Simone? And why'd you give this motherfucking girl a platform, period? The pedophile conspiracy. This shit's got to stop. It's fucking crazy. All right? Really, it's, just, it's fucking insane. Okay? And lastly, of course, we get into the hobby. Thank you very much for making my Cal Ripken my highest selling card to date with a print run of 36,466 cards. Um, speaking of the hobby... My new website will be launching and a lot more on an episode 90 of Behind the Baller Professional Podcasting. Miles, Jordan, Dust Brothers, Lakey, let's fucking go. So, um, look, man, 
two of my boys there in Vegas, you know, nightlife. One's in hospitality and the other one is in concierge. Okay. I watched all the shit, you know, watched their stories and the whole nine. Beach club is open. Motherfucking casinos are open. You know, people are out. I seen uh, like, you know, the stalls, obviously, you know, take a piss. You take a piss and the stalls are, every other stall is blocked off. Meaning the urinal is just shut down, it's closed, right? Is that going to help? No. Is it going to, I mean, assist a little bit? I guess, yeah. People are going out to nightclubs and they're just fucking, it's crazy as if it was, it was fucking six, seven months ago, okay? And, uh, you know, the casinos are out, everyone's out partying and shit and everything. And, and you know, cool, man. I know people are, they want to have fun. They're tired of being inside. And uh, I only have one question, you know? What the fuck are you thinking? You know, do people think that they're just not going to get coronavirus? I'm, I'm just, do they not care? Do they not understand how it works? I'm just curious, right? I'm trying to figure out why people are acting like we're not in a deadly pandemic. That has killed over 117,000 people. It's not some joke, okay? I'm seeing people at packed restaurants, at bars, right? not wearing masks, and I'm trying to figure out how their thinking works, okay? Can one of you guys maybe help me? I'm just curious, like, it doesn't make any sense to me. And again, let me explain this to you guys. They didn't open up the economy and open up this, that, and the third because it's safer and doesn't exist. They did it because we need to get our shit together financially, and the crazy part is it's too fucking late. <laughs> Do I have an answer for it? No, I don't. You know, Trump was saying, oh, we had a high in jobs. What the fuck are you talking about? There's so many motherfuckers on unemployment and that shit's about that plug is about to be pulled the fuck out the wall. And there ain't going to be no outlet to put that bitch back in. I'll tell you that right now. And that shit starts right before 4th of July. All right. And it's scary. Um, I got to make all my payments again starting um, this month. My mortgage payments due July 1st, uh, car payments here and there. I did all the assistance. People were like, oh, you're taking away. No, I'm not taking away shit, bitch. Fuck you. I'm not taking away shit. And let me say, say this again. I never, ever gave this much ever. In the last two, three months, I've given more than I've ever given. Now, personally, I did have a nonprofit, okay, for seven years. And we donate a shit ton to charity. But what I mean is my personal helps from giving people Postmates, giving people cash apps, sending this, that, and the third, helping people get glasses because they can't afford glasses and eyewear they need to see and helping out listeners and followers and doing, you know, what I can. Mind you, again, this ain't my best financial year. Yeah, my hustle's still strong and everything, but it's, this ain't anywhere near my best. This ain't 2012. This ain't 2013. This ain't 2017. This is a whole different type of shit, you know, and I'm just downsizing. I understand what I need better, but yeah, you know, I, I got several hustles running and, and that's what it is. But uh, speaking of one of those hustles, I do have to get up to San Francisco and I've been contemplating, do I jump on a private jet? You know, um, some of the perks apply on a private jet and one of the biggest perks is not going through security. Um, with that said, People could say what they want to. It's not like it's a fucking secret. Look, man, if, you, if you're flying from like LA to New York and certain things, you know, I don't know, man. You know, when I'm in certain areas, wherever I go, I have somebody who 
is packing. And I got somebody who got a gap, right? Speaking of which, um, sidebar, if this is your first time listening to Behind the Baller, then you know, well, you don't know. We jump around like a motherfucker. This ain't House of Pain, but we jump around. So um, when I'm in New York, Chicago, Miami, Texas, wherever, I got somebody with a blapper on them, right? Whether it be a semi-auto, whether it be a motherfucking Glock, HK, whatever. Sorry, I sidebar and didn't even fucking do the sidebar. The HK Ben Baller collaboration is still in works. It's going to take a little time. We got to figure some things out. But yeah, we're still doing this thing. Ben Baller did the gap. Going back, uh, one of the perks of flying private is being able to take, you know, your pistol, you know what I'm saying? Your gun, whatever. Um, now don't go crazy, but, you know, having a nice little hand carry, having like three or four clips, it's nice to have, you know, it's, it's, you don't get checked there. You know, if you're around with a bunch of jackasses and random, there's a search here and there. I've never had one time as I ever, flying private, I've never had that ever happen to me. Not once, not ever. Now, that being said, you fly private somewhere, guess what? You got to get in the ride share. All right. Again, I'm not, I'm not ready to do that. San Francisco was hit harder than it was in LA and it's bad in Cali. So I'm thinking about either jumping in the Trackhawk or jumping in the GTC4 Luso. Don't know which one yet. Either one will be fine. I think the GTC4 Luso would make for a funner trip. I don't know how much comfort that'd be, but it has everything I need. I don't know if I'd be doing a solo mission. I was thinking about bringing one half of the Dust Brothers. My boy Jordan might roll out with me. If we roll in the Rari, he's been in the GTC before. Uh, he's never been in the Pista, but don't want to put miles on the Urus. But uh, so it, it'd be between the Trackhawk or that. The Trackhawk could have a ton of space. I'd be able to put a shitload of shit in there. But if I'm rolling solo dolo, the GTC for Luso would definitely be the car to do it in. Um, I would throw the stock tires on, stock wheels, and uh, I'll be busting out there. It'd be dope. You know, I got my spot out there. I got the motherfucking penthouse view of the skyline. I can't wait, to be honest with you. I can't. And, you know, I'm masked up, gloves. I got a motherfucking shield. I'd have everything I possibly need. Now, the only issue is driving in San Francisco in the Ferrari, a lot of hills and things like that. Parking is a motherfucker. Trackhawk, look, man, this may sound pretentious. And if it is, it is what it is. Look, man, I haven't had a car. I haven't had a daily driver. That was under, you know, the quarter million dollar mark in a while. So to own an American car like that, the minivan don't count. That's like kind of like a little accessory vehicle, whatever. And I gave my boy Jeff from Riff. But, um, you know, this car was just over 100 bands and, and it's I'm starting to get used to it. I've almost sold it twice. Who knows? That doesn't mean it's safe. It could be gone this week. I don't know. But I do need to drive to SF because I do need to launch Ben Ball. I did the strain. All right. My strain has been, was ready to go in mid-March. We got shut down in the economy. Everything got shut down. March. So it's been three months. I got to get out there. I got to figure this out. Now that I'm driving, I need to figure out, you know, what options I got. And uh, I'm very loyal to one brand as far as lodging and hotel goes because of um, things that I do. But I got my spot out there. So it's different. With that said, if Jordan's coming with me, then we are definitely going to jump into Trackhawk. If Jordan's not coming with me, I am 50 50 because even though I got the suspension lifter on the car, Hitting some parts of motherfucking Russian Hill and Pacific Heights, it ain't going to be fun, you know, but it would be nice. The only thing is I have a vanity license plate on the Rari. If I'm in LA, I'm cool, but I'm in the Bay, man, it's a little weird. I don't know if I want to draw that extra attention and it ain't like the quietest car. That motherfucker is vicious. It's no joke. I don't know yet, but one of the perks for driving, even though I hate driving, is I leave when the fuck I want. 
I take as many breaks as I want to, you know, even though it's a five-hour drive. I get to catch up on all my podcast shit, right? I get to have some time alone and just think. And um, again, I get to carry all my shit. I'm still in the state of California, so I'm not violating no laws or nothing, even though San Francisco gun laws are crazy, right? So I could have, you know, a couple concealed, have all my ammo, be good. And I'm just saying that just for, you know, just to protect myself. Um, that'd be nice. But yeah, if I do rock out there, I will figure out something. I don't think I'll be doing any meet and greets, especially for no autograph signings or nothing like that. But I do got to launch Ben Body the Strain. Shout out to my Cookies fam, my Green Door fam. You know, that cereal milk, you know, that motherfucking Gary Payton. That shit is made out of where? Sky Pack Farms. What is Sky Pack Farms? Home of Ben Baller. Did the strain. Um, anyways, on the next news. Yeah, I, I do miss San Francisco and I got to get the fuck out of here and I got to figure that out. Uh, I was going to go with my boy Paul, who is Kaya's godfather, is one of my dogs. But Paul has not been quarantined. Oh, Paul went to go see uh, Tesla. I mean, fucking um, Elon Musk, SpaceX. He went to go see the launch of the rocket thing. He's a big fucking Elon Musk dick writer. And I love Paul, so it doesn't matter. It's not that at all. It's just Paul don't give a fuck. He's not, you know, he's young and it is what it is. Now, if Paul were to get sick and go see his mom or his dad, he'd kill both of them. It would, it would fuck them up. And it's like that dude who lives literally 10 minutes from Paul, who I had as the first jackass of the week ever, forgot his name, who was a preacher and also a country singer or some shit. And he didn't believe in the virus. He was protesting against it. He was telling people at his congregation that shit's bullshit. And guess what? He got it and this shit killed him. Yeah, the shit is no joke, period. Anyways, Paul, I don't know if this is fucking confidential information. This is my dog. I don't really think he cares, but he's starting to lose his hair and uh, it's a big deal to him. You know, for me, I don't give a fuck, but I get it. You know, like someone like that's different. Not everyone can rock the bald head like I do, you know, or like MJ does. But am I ready to get my hairline fixed? Like even the last four years of my hair, when I had hair, it was cool. I always had cool hair, you know, cool haircuts and everything, right? I always had like a, a low fade and then I always had like the pompadour hair rocking. I had short hair. I've had long hair down on my shoulders. Like it'd be a trip. You know, I wonder if that's something I'd want to do. I don't know yet. Are you guys ready to see me with hair? It's kind of crazy, right? And on top of that, I would fix my hairline. Not only when I get like the hair restoration done because they have whole new shit now. It ain't just getting that scar in the back of the head. They got some new technology. I could have my hairline done right. So it'd be pushed forward, not all the way back on the Alex Caruso fucking Ray Allen shit. Have you guys seen, by the way, have you seen that Ray Allen pick? That motherfucker looked crazy as hell. And I'm older than Ray Allen. God damn. Anyways, Paul's getting his shit fixed. And he's like, yo, do us do a consultation together. Boom, this and that, whatever. I don't know. Don't know if I'm going to do that. Um, what else? Yesterday was Donald Trump's birthday. Nobody gave a fuck. But I did realize one thing. I have a lot of motherfucking Donald Trump followers. Like, holy shit. When I didn't know how much they were out, it was pure and evident. Now, there's more, you know, definitely more, what do you want to say, left wings or fuck Donald Trumpers that follow me as well. I think I have a majority. They just didn't speak on it. They're not as vocal. Donald Trump people are way more vocal and they don't realize that, you know, and... um Yesterday became the unofficial, but now official, Happy Obama Day, June 14th, right? And he was trending above 
Donald Trump's birthday, which is fucking amazing. So I posted a picture of Obama on my page, you know, and people were like saying, oh, he's not this, he's not that, he's not even, he's not even black, and blah, blah, blah. People are saying all this crazy shit. What I don't get, and I still will never understand, just because there's certain people I know, is the Obamagate, Pizzagate, the pedophile conspiracy. Look, man, some of you motherfuckers who push some of these crazy left-wing things, do you know how fucking crazy you sound? There's a certain level of protection that, yes, Obama might have, but motherfuckers ain't protecting my dude like that, period. Okay? You guys are really crazy. You don't realize the rumors are being started from the right-wing conservatives. All those motherfuckers are starting the thing. What I don't get is, you think Obama's going to jail? Like, for real? Yo, let me tell you something. Donald Trump is 1 million percent going to jail before anybody's going to fucking jail. Okay? He was at motherfucking Jeffrey Epstein's estate. He was kicking it with this fool in the clubs, kicking it with this fool at his crib, at Mar-a-Lago, at all over the place. Donald Trump has so many fucking allegations. Do you know what's crazy is the people who used to do Donald Trump's taxes and, and his things, I won't even get into the whole thing. They never did me wrong, simple fact. But then the funny part was my taxes were fucked up. You know what? You want to know why Donald Trump won't show his taxes? Do you really want to know the real reason? I'm, I'm being serious. Do you want to know why? Because he has so many fucking payouts for hush money from all types of fucking shit. They could be allegations. They could be fucking untrue, whatever it may be. They could be alleged situations. Why are you paying millions of dollars to 10, 13 different people for, you know, underage pedophile accusations and everything else? That's why he don't want to show his taxes, period. All right, because there's too many payouts to people he's trying to keep quiet. All right, that's more than motherfucking factual. I do know because these people used to do my motherfucking my finances. Anyways, happy belated now, Obama Day. I will never fucking went fucking. No one cares about fucking Trump's birthday. And people are like, oh, you know all the Democrats do this, motherfucker. I ain't no Democrat. The fuck you talking to? Fucking talking about Tom Hanks as a pedophile. That's what he was doing. His crony. What, the, bro? Are you, are you fucking nuts? <laughs> And again, listen, if my sister wasn't Tom Hanks' stylist, I wouldn't even care. But at the same time, like, I talk to his son all the time, and I FaceTime with fucking Tom Hanks. Like, bro, this dude, are you fucking guys crazy? And I'm not saying that, too, because I'm the Forrest Gump of hip-hop. I'm just saying, you guys gotta chill with the conspiracies. But look, check this out. We're gonna take a break, all right? That was a quick little, you know, 19-minute intro. Uh, we got some interesting to talk to, shit to talk about. And again, um, this is going to be a shorter episode because I didn't want to give you guys, you know, I'm really trying to not take that break. And again, you know what I mean? I got fucking work above my ears, you know, like, and it's crazy. It's, it's, there's people I've been saying no to forever. And there's some people I can't say no to, but what I do got to do is drink some Pukari sweat real quick. All right. So I could quench my thirst. I need to take a piss and we'll be right back with making dumbass people famous, Cuddy's new music, Chappelle, all this entertainment and everything else. Yo, LL, uh, Lakey Lake, hit me with the beat real quick.
Yo, what up? We are back. This is Behind the Baller, episode 90. Again, this is the second part of the show. We are not doing Jackass of the Week this week. We are not doing fan questions. That is every other week. But what we are going to do is talk about some entertainment shit that keeps people happy, busy, focused, whatever it may be. So yeah, man, this weekend, uh, I went to Cuddy's crib. I dropped off a chain and um, we chopped it up. And uh, it's been a minute since me and Cud had a one-on-one. Uh, I talked to Cud and I talked to Scott probably, you know, a few times a week. And um, we have a we have a real friendship. It's very very odd, you know. We uh, we get into some real shit. Um, when I was going through some really tough times, and it came out of nowhere, I think I was just overwhelmed. And, and he wasn't necessarily contributing to it, but he was just kind of focused on his own thing. And he should be. He's got his. He's got a lot. He's got a lot motherfucking going on too. And he's like, hold on, wait a second, what the fuck? I just read Ben's fucking text. Let me hit this fool and hit me up to check up on me. And he went through his mental health issues and he went through rehab and, you know, he was, he felt like acting on, you know, committing suicide, which is the craziest shit in the world. He was, you know, he went that far and, and you know, I had to have some some talks with him and he's, he's a, for a dude over 10 years younger than me, he's has helped me with a lot of things, you know, and one of the things that sticks out is, I have friends that I've had for decades and certain things. He's just like, man, I don't give a fuck how long you've been with, you known somebody or whatever. You know, sometimes friends become an acquaintance about how much they think they know you, how much they do know you, how much you guys have history. Man, look, cut negative people out of your life. Just, just cut them out. Your life will be so much better. They ain't got no access to you, nothing. You just, that's it. It's like breaking up in a relationship with a girl. You just cut that shit out and watch how different your life is. And I've done it several times and it's helped. That's for sure. The important part of the story is that Cuddy has played me like five new songs, fucking bangers. I'm not going to tell you anything about them because last time some of his fandom follows me. They're so fucking crazy. They listen to that. But I'm going to tell you, he's got such a fucking amazing, he, he has fucking, he, I don't want to say album. I don't want to say mix up. I don't want to say anything. I don't want to give any kind of hints. He just has amazing music that gave me that 2008, 2009 vibe and then put me in like the evolution of that if he left off from there. Um, I've even told him, I said, listen, bro, I don't know much of your body of work from 2013 to 2018, you know, or 19, whatever. I don't know that body of work. I know the OG shit, you know what I'm saying? You know, Mr. Rager, you know what I mean? Man on the moon. Um, but yeah, chopped it up with Cuddy, kicked it. Um, he, he just, you know, he's on his social distancing thing, you know, he's just living his life, chilling. Shout out to my man, Dennis, man, I really appreciate that, that Cuddy Virgil T. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything about Virgil. Uh, anyway, the T was dope. And speaking of which, make sure you look out for that Kid Cuddy bait capsule. I ain't talking about no collab. We're talking about an official baiting ape, Kid Cuddy, real legit capsule collection. Shit is fire as a motherfucker. It's coming out late this year. I got a whole motherfucking gang of gear coming. Appreciate you, Cuddy. And the music again was motherfucking fire. Uh, speaking of um, entertainment, I thought the Dave Chappelle special was on Netflix. So I was looking all over this. And where the fuck is this shit at? Find out it's on YouTube. I think it was, it was on the Netflix channel on YouTube, right? It's only 30 minutes. And uh, it's David Chappelle um, 846 or Dave Chappelle 846. And uh, it's because eight minutes and 46 seconds that, uh, you know, the police had their foot on George Floyd's neck. And it was not necessarily funny. It was funny. It was obviously stand-up, but it was just deep. 
You know, it was fucking good. And the way he crushed Don Lemon, and not in that way, it, it was just real. It's like people want celebrities, like, hey, how come celebrities aren't speaking up? They have a big platform, and they should. Motherfucker, you don't need to speak up if you're a celebrity, if you have a big platform. Some people can, some people don't need. Look, man, the streets are talking. The people are louder than any celebrity could be. Now, there's a lot of controversy about people filming videos at, you know, riots and protests, or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, man, everyone got to find some negative shit. It's like, this is what it is, man. And, you know, these protests may keep going on. Who fucking knows? Speaking of which, there's a controversy between Kyrie Irving and Austin Rivers that said some shit. And both of them, I felt what they were both saying. Kyrie Irving's like, yo, man, why the fuck are we going to Florida, especially where all the motherfucking coronavirus is bad down there? And why are we playing? We got such a bigger agenda going on. Austin Rivers is like, yo, man, this motherfuckers that don't make 30 mil a year. You know what I mean? They need that two mil because they need to feed families, whatever. And on top of that, that money could be led to be good, do good things and, you know, help more people out and help a, just not just that, help a ton of people, you know, with getting their salaries. And then LeBron James is like, that shit ain't going to affect any of my activism. We're going to get this cracking. Look, man, it is what it is, man, at this point. You know, of course, I want sports to come back, but I understand there's a bigger cause. All right. Now. My only issue is, look, man, go out there and do it. You know, if it's going to fucking kill you, cool. Hey, man, I'm not being selfish. I've given up everything. I cannot. I will not. I don't give a fuck. Green, black, yellow, brown, orange, nothing. I will never, not for nothing, not for no clay, not for no cause, no nothing. I'm going to fight on what I believe in. But at the same time, number one, first before anything, before I'm a jeweler, before I'm a husband even, before I'm a fucking anything in life, I am a father to a three kids, one son with special needs. I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure that London has a fighting chance and is always taken care of. I will protect him until he is at least a little bit above grown. After 21, I might ease up. But anyone fuck with it, man. Anything I got to do, I'm doing it, period. And with that said, power to the people. Go out there and do what you got to do. But understand, man, you're fighting for a bigger cause, and I appreciate it. it it's dope. I do see some changes. I don't want anybody to change it. Like, I think any motherfucker, and I know there's been, there's been killings here and there, but one more... And the world will end. And I'm being serious with that. One more crazy ass thing. And again, people are fucking arguing. You act like fucking George Floyd was an angel and blah, blah. Man, it doesn't even matter. It's not, he wasn't fucking some little 16 year old girl, didn't fucking kill somebody, didn't rape anybody. He fucking had a $20 bill that was allegedly fake. And some people are saying it was a fake check, whatever. Bro, come on, man. Like, I've been seeing the craziest videos. It's unfair. They've shown the exact crime happen in a certain county, whether it be in Missouri, something, something like that in Georgia, the exact same crime, okay? Having drugs, a bank robber, a st armed robbery, okay? The exact offense in the same year, the same court with the same judge, one black, one white, meaning the suspect, all right? And we're talking about 25, 30-year difference in sentences. It's like, come on, man. There's so much uncertainty, just so much unfair shit. But Dave Chappelle broke it down. He crushed that dumbass bitch, Candace Owens. And, you know, he, he was funny but real. And, you know, people in there were with masks on, they were required to wear a mask. And it was the first concert, technically, 
don't know, man. You should definitely check it out. That's for sure. Uh, something else I want to check out, my boy Joe Coy. He's a friend of mine, Filipino, funny as fuck. He's killing it. He's really doing his thing. I'm so fucking happy for him. I know he probably thinks I'm an asshole because, you know, I mean, I don't necessarily saying that, you know, we're not, should be closer or whatever. I just think he maybe might think that I don't support him as much, but I really do. My family loves this motherfucker, especially, you know, obviously the Filipino side of my family love Joe Coy. His new special recorded in the Philippines. I'll definitely check that out sometime tonight or tomorrow. Um, I bought that movie Infamous, my friend Bella Thorne. I, I don't know. I, I just want to see it. One thing that I have been doing is I have been watching Bosch all over again. I think I said that in the last episode, but I literally went to season four, season three. It was like jumping back weird. And then I said, fuck this. And then I watched season one, season two, season five. And I'm about to watch motherfucking season six again because Bosch is that motherfucking good. Like literally, it is that good. Real quick, I never knew, and it's really crazy. Well, I just never thought about it, you know. Um, I didn't know that black band-aids didn't exist. Now, I know that there's some smaller companies that come around. I'm talking about when I was a child, okay, many years ago. We're talking 40 years ago, 30 years ago. Black band-aids didn't exist. And now Band-Aid Corporation is making, you know, Colorful Ones. There's another company. I forgot what it was. They're a black-owned company. They're making, they make black Band-Aids and stuff. But that's fucking crazy, you know, that it didn't exist. I mean, my wife was like, you know, I didn't know, know that. And I was like, that's really crazy because you think about it, like for someone who's dark-skinned or anything, they don't have a Band-Aid that can match their color. And, you know, that that's fucking sucks. Thank God they have them now. And um, that's cool. Uh, before we get into this dumbass bitch, B. Simone, I did hit the beach again this weekend. We went to Oxnard, went to Mandalay Shores, you know, little view of the Channel Islands. It wasn't that warm. It was like 65, 66 degrees out. We got there at 9 a.m., stayed for almost four hours, and the kids loved it. There was nobody near us. There was no one in our area. We brought out the little tent, brought out the motherfucking, you know, um, the lawn chairs and everything, chilled, had some cheese, had some wine. The only thing is, a couple things doesn't happen if, if I still had colitis, right? With my ulcerative colitis, five years ago, I'm going to the beach. We're driving an hour to Oxnard. Let me tell you something real quick. This is how it goes down. I'm going to stop two or three times. I'm going to have a couple anxiety attacks because I got to stop. And then this pandemic, so it's like, where the fuck do you go? Not many places are letting you use a restroom. Definitely not, not fast food restaurants anymore. Some gas stations are. So that's fucked up, right? When you do shit in the car, no. The beach didn't really have like just a private or like an open bathroom, whatever. It's crazy. You know, it's everyone's just starting to get back to use to things, you know. And um, now eating anything, even snacks and stuff, you know, we're eating fucking cheese and crackers on the beach. You know, my kids are having pizza and whatever. If I have one little thing of food, I'm going to the bathroom. That's how fucked up my stomach was with colitis. But didn't have any of those issues, had none of that drama, nothing. All right, we were able to have snacks, enjoy. My wife is, you know, sipping her fucking White Claw, which all of a sudden, I don't know why, and she's on that Karen shit with a drink. But it's, you know, she loves it. It's gluten-free, whatever. Kids built sandcastles. We got into boogie boards, uh, and we were social distancing. From, you know, no one was anywhere near us, not even fucking 30 feet from us. It was just, it was beautiful. Once it started getting a little warmer, like 67, which is still not warm, water was freezing cold. We took off, headed back home, and uh, I... Started up the fire, the barbecue, and start you know fired up some chicken, and um, you know just just chilled. It was, it was a very relaxing weekend. I needed it. I've been going hard 
And Friday before I went to go hang out with Cuddy, I was going hard in the paint with autographs, this, that, and the third, and everything, right? Now, um, I should have talked about this because it's not gossip. It's just, look, man, you got this chick, B. Simone, who I don't know who the fuck she is. Then I find out she's like a comic, right? I found out she opened up for Martin Lawrence last year. That's a big fucking accomplishment. Martin Lawrence is definitely up there with my top five, maybe top three favorite stand-up comedians ever in history. There hasn't been anybody in the last 10 years who's been funny. There's nobody. Sorry. I'm not going to sit there and tell you no. There's no the Joe Coy's funny. I'm going to get you. And he was doing this before 10 years ago. But I'm talking about there's nobody in a new generation that is funny at all whatsoever. But when it comes to OG shit, you already know Richard Pryor is number one. Eddie Murphy is definitely up there. Martin Lawrence, though, is one of my fucking favorite ever. Funny as fuck. B. Simone, not so much. Don't know shit about this girl. Every single thing I've seen her speak on, I want to fucking kill myself. I don't want to be depressed about it. I'm happily wanting to kill myself when I hear her speak. Now, this chick got a book deal, and she basically stole a bunch of Pinterest quotes and then took some other chick's quotes from Blogger, and she didn't copy. She straight up dead word for word plagiarized. And then this bitch has the nerve to say, I can't fuck with no dude who does a nine to five because I deserve more. You know, I work at 3 a.m. I need to be with an entrepreneur. I'm manifesting a CEO on this bitch. You ain't even a five on a one to 10. You ain't even a five. Like you are not even a five with the hair, the wig, the eyelashes, every single thing possible. I don't know if your titties are fake. You aren't even a five. Bitch, if you had $17 million, you ain't even a five and a half. So she's just on this bullshit. She got called out. And, you know, people are like, fuck this bitch, cancel, blah, blah. And that cancel culture shit is crazy. I already told you. But Meek Mill came to her defender and people went at Meek. You know, Meek is like, look, man, me and Meek have gotten into arguments online. Then we got into the DMs. Then we got in person. And it's like, Meek understand me. The people that Meek run with out here in LA, when he out here, he was some real gangsters. He got to move with some real Gs, you know? And I, I give it to him. Meek, you know, he'd be in the streets. In Philly, you know, he'd be out, you know, showing love to people in his in his hood and everything. And Meek has been through fucked up situations. He's been through beefs. But, like, the people he run with in L.A. is my peoples, too. They're like, you know, so going on, Meek was like, yo, how the fuck is you going to cancel B. Simone when there's other people out here doing this, this, and this? And it's like, yo, she's a black girl. Look, man, at a certain point, I'm not going to speak on black lives. I'm going to speak on this, this, and this. All I'm going to speak in is if anybody my color is doing something wrong, and they're doing something wrong, and they're not even fuck finessing. If they're just straight up stealing from my own people as well, they're going to get called out, dog. I want them to call me out too, period. And you know me, man. I don't look at color. I just, everything's cool. But like, you know, she plagiarized. He got mad because, you know, fucking he was saying that someone was writing Drake's rhymes. So it's like, this is 10 times worse. And it's against most of her people because most of her fan base is black. But you made this dumbass bitch famous, and she's talking all this shit about nine to fivers or anything else. And I... I said 9 to 5 ain't for me, but I respect the fuck out of them. And I've given money and I've helped 9 to 5 people and I help, you know, people in my family. People don't realize I'm donating and still feeding. When I say feeding, I am at least contributing a couple thousand dollars a month out of my pocket to over 11 people in my life. Like, you have to understand, man, I am giving almost 40 grand a month. And that's not even go with my overhead. That's just extra so I'm feeding people just to make sure that they are right. And some of it does, it, it helps them a lot, but they even need more help. So it's like, you know, hey man, I do my part and I take care of my own. So with that said, let's get on to the final part of this whole thing, man. Interesting, 
exciting news. Tomorrow, June 16th, okay, June 16th, sometime in the morning before 12 noon, I am launching my website, which will be strictly for baseball card autographs, all right? It will later potentially be for merch because I want to do some new Ben Baller did the chain, Ben Baller did the card, behind the baller, T-shirts, things like that. Uh, I had a sanitizer on there. There will be a promo code that you will use for behind the baller because I, I want to definitely give a lot of behind the baller people. Uh, I want to give the first like 60 people um, free sanitizer, Ben Baller sanitizer. Uh, Tony, I'm going to fucking smack the fucking shit out of you when I see you, you little fuck. Um, the website, I will announce the name on my Twitter and on my Instagram story. Once again, I am launching the website tomorrow. It's a very simple website name. It is a very basic, straight-to-the-point website. There will be no more PayPal. You know what I'm saying? This will be Shopify. You use your Visa card, whatever the fuck, Amex, whatever the fuck you got, MasterCard. And you will be paying California tax. It is what it is. I'm paying for shipping for the Ricky Henderson 1 of 50. You will have to own the Ricky Henderson card in order to buy the autograph. You're going to send me the card. I will send it back to you and pay for shipping. All right. Listen, this 1 of 50 card will be priced lower than usual. It is more rare because there'll be less autographs and it was not as high of a print run as Trout, but it's half, no, I'm sorry, one fourth, so a quarter rare than the Trout. It will be, you know, priced fairly. Okay, and you have to send me the card and I will autograph it. Now, I'll tell you this, from the emails I'm getting, this is going to sell out quick, all right? There'll be no other questioning. There'll be a fucking real actual, you know, cart and buy page. So once 50 cards are gone, they're fucking gone and it'll be set, boom, sold out, that too bad. Now, on the one of five, I have those cards. They're already autographed and signed. They're ready to ship out. They are lump numbered and everything. They come with the Ben Ball, I did the chain sticker, they are ready to go. Um, they will have special signatures on them. They will have gold. You know what I'm saying? I never use gold unless it's a special number. And I still don't use gold on the card. Um, but everything's ready to go on that one to five. And then there'll be a section for artist proofs. Anybody who has an artist proof, okay? My sixth card is already out. That means 120 artist proofs exist in the world because each series, each artist, each card has had 20 artist proofs. I've signed at least, you know, 15 artist proofs. Some more are coming in, I know. You can buy an artist proof at any time. They're available there, all right? My website launches tomorrow, so I'm excited. Please stay tuned for that. It's gonna be a dope situation. Um, speaking of which, again, I get to give a shout out to Turbo, poker player that bought the error card, Mike Trout, that I donated to charity and everything else. Also got to help out the bailout fund, and, and I donated uh, $5,150 to the 100 Black Men of Atlanta charity. Um, shout out to Turbo from the OC, Vietnamese homie. I don't know him. He's a friend of a friend, which is crazy. Um, lastly, if you are into cause toys, okay, I have a cause auction up. My eBay seller name is Ben Baller Did the Chain. One word. The only thing is I started the auction off at one penny uh, a couple days ago, and now the auction ends on Wednesday or Thursday. I don't know exactly, but the auction is at 9000 So it's over, way above what I expected to get 
but it's there if you guys want to. Um, I've told a couple of people, if you have cards and you are one of the winners, I'll sign a few cards, some special one-on-ones or whatever it may be, but I do have auctions up. I will be selling random things here and there. Also, I will be giving a zero of zero, technically a one-on-one or one-on-none. I'm giving a zero-zero signed Ricky Henderson card, gold autograph card to a behind the baller listener. That is one of the perks of being a subscriber and listener. You must be a subscriber. You must be subscribed to behind the baller and you have a chance to win one of those. And with that said, that is it for the show. Short and sweet. You still get over 40 minutes of that shit talking. I spit that free game. Listen, I sent a tweet out about fucking up your credit. Listen, I don't give a fuck what nobody says. Keep your credit A1, especially in these times. Keep your credit A1. And with that said, my man, at Lakey Inspired, you already know what the fuck to do, homie. Take us home. All right, y'all. Peace.